Greetings, Troubled listeners. Welcome back to the Troubled Men podcast. Yeah. I am Renee Coleman, sitting here in the heart of the Clempire, Snake and Jake's Christmas Club Lounge, with my co-host, the original Troubled Man for Troubled Times and future mayor of New Orleans, Mr. Manny Chevrolet. Welcome, Manny. What's happening, man? What oh, is going on oh, with you? Oh, man, man. How lots, lots and lots, Manny. Oh, yeah? It's been a while. Well, first of all, I want to, uh, you know, again, send my condolences to you've had more bad news recently, I, I, I know. Um, and, and, you know, first, I returned from my, uh, my trip to, uh, to Buffalo and Minneapolis in, in the middle of the winter, and that was bad news. Yeah, we and, already know that. Well, here, now I've, I've, I've returned from the Bermuda Triangle. Oh, so, yeah, you were on that gay cruise, oh, right? <laughs> it was, uh, uh, you know, there was, there was a, a wide representation of all types of people, but uh, there certainly were some, some gay people on the, on the cruise for sure. Now, besides you, who in your band is gay? Um, uh, well, I don't think anybody, but oh, uh, okay. but you know, I, I, again, I'm not. Uh, you know, I was I was just uh, sharing a room with my my wife. So, so on this gay cruise, what would, what were you doing? You performing with your band? Um, we performed uh, on Broadway musicals. On, right. So uh, on on one performance, we did one song that was a song from the the show Fun Home, the Broadway show, and that was a, a, uh, a night where Michael Cerveris did uh, a whole bunch of different songs from all kind of different musicals, from Tommy, from when he was Tommy, and uh, I don't know, all these So all it these was a gay ones. cruise. <laughs> I mean, Broadway musicals, man, that's gay. You well, say Broadway, it's the great gay wave. It's no the, longer the great white wave, it's the great right. gay no, wave No, there was now. definitely a, a solid representation of the gay community on the cruise, for mm-hmm. sure. They had... Uh, had uh, um, yeah, yeah, it definitely kind of uh, tilted in that direction. But there's all kind of people, older people as well, you know, kind of the now, gay and gray Did you swim crowd. in the pool with the gay people? I, I never, you know, the, it was cooler than you might have imagined. I mean, like, Bermuda's actually about the same, you know, it, it, it's about even with North Carolina. So it's not balmy. And, and on the ship, the so actually had some high So a lot seas. of cigarette smokers then. <laughs> If it's um, kind of like North Carolina. Well, no, no, uh, temperature-wise, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. But uh, anyway, um, yes, it was it was kicks, man. We uh, had you know great food. The band was all there. Great accommodations. Now we did have some rough seas for uh, like a day or so. I, th- I think this is earlier than they typically uh, start taking cruises. Um, so it was. Uh, now I hear weather, about was- cruises. And that the the buffet is like really good. It's always you know what's a gay buffet like? <laughs> Again, yeah. yeah, it just seemed like the regular cruise. So I wasn't uh, you know the. So you, you didn't know, mingle with anyone. Um. Well, you know, we Ton and I walked around around the boat and stuff. You know, but it's a uh, ship. It's not a boat. Ship. The ship. Yeah. Okay. Get that straight. Yeah. But now I will say that. I can see why someone who's kind of on the heavy side, kind of sedentary, would like a cruise because, yes, you got that buffet going all the time. Right. <laughs> several, a whole bunch of different places to eat, you know, all places with uh, menus with no, uh, no um, uh, prices on them. You Did know? you try the buffet? I did have the buffet at, at one time. I ate in several different places. We had an artist... Uh, um, restaurant that was just for people in the in different bands because they had all these uh, Broadway pit musicians that were on the ship as well performing as, as backing musicians on all these different shows. Man, these guys were were working their asses off. These uh, like rhythm sections and and uh, reed players and stuff that were 
but uh, yeah, some great musicians from from uh, you know those those pit bands. They were on there mingling with them some, some uh, you know some some stars. It was, uh, it was very pleasant, beautiful uh, accommodations, as I say. So it was uh, it was nice being in Bermuda. But uh, you know, like, like I couldn't do it. I couldn't be on a cruise for more yeah. than ten seconds. It yeah, would just get so claustrophobic. It seems like. Yeah, no, there was a lot of different stuff to do, and and uh, you know, we could go be off by ourselves. Uh, you know, and it's, uh, it's plenty of places. Because you didn't want to mingle with the gay community. Uh, it, it, <laughs> again, you can't be a homophobe and gay at the same time, Renee. Can you? <laughs> Well, no, we were mingling. We were moving throughout the boat and uh, uh, having contact with with every strata of, of the uh, passengers on the ship. From the from did the, you meet the captain of the ship? I didn't meet the captain. Didn't meet the captain. Uh, uh, met and and got now to hang around. You said with before the, you went on this that you bought some deck shoes because you felt like. Uh, uh-huh. Thurst, Thurston yeah. Howell the third. Well, yes. I don't understand that because you look a little more like Gilligan than anyone else. <laughs> you know. Okay, well, you know, you, you got to have uh, aspirations, man. You know. So okay, you go on the cruise. All right, so so we we made it back yeah, and made and it back. Made it back, and now we're back into the thick of uh, of uh, French Quarter Fest. Already played, which is another gay festival, uh, right? Well, it's in the French Quarter, right? It's in the French Quarter, but so. uh, music festival primarily. Again, get, there's gay people, straight people, people of all everywhere on the spectrum of life. They're old guys in tie dyes. Old, a lot of old guys in tie dyes. Yes. So the dead were there, right? Representing. The dead were representing. We yes. co-mingled. Yeah. <laughs> Our guest uh, has a has a long history uh, traveling the world, and and even a, a long history traveling with the dead and. Uh, we can get into all that. She's, she's uh, you know, I, I left our guest down at the French Quarter Festival today. She did. And, and uh, after I had done it, I thought, ooh, that's a tall order for her to get up here by herself. And I was a little bit concerned because she's from France and, uh, you know, doesn't have uh, regular phone uh, access and everything. And then I thought, oh, wait a second. You don't have a phone? J'ai le plan étranger et le parmage. Omelette du fromage. Ouais, le parmage <laughs> yes. ici maintenant. J'ai le trouble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, then I thought, oh wait, it's Misty. Of course she'll, she'll be fine, and she walked in right on time. So, uh, so anyway, we're back, and yeah. Well, our- thanks for telling me that Broadway's closed, Renee. I would have been here on time. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Broadway's completely I, shut I, down. I, I, I discovered that myself today on the on the drive here. I didn't. Yeah. I, I can't keep up. Manny, the street closures, you know, it's uh, it's pretty ad hoc out there, you know. Anyway, I already played a set today with the Iguanas, and then I played a set with Susan Cowsill, and now I'm here doing a podcast, so. Good. I'm raring to go. So how have you been, Manny? Oh, I've been Did all right. Did you miss me? Not really. Okay. I don't miss people. Yeah. You know, I miss uh, meals. That's what <laughs> I miss. Do you miss many meals? Uh, I do miss a lot of meals, because I sleep through most of the meals. <laughs> I'm you glad know. you're able to sleep. Yeah, I like to sleep. Sleep is good, you know. Other than that, uh, I noticed uh, in the news there's been lots of stuff like uh, that actress uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Mm-hmm. She was in court defending herself because some she got in an accident on the skis on the ski li- on the on the mountains of Colorado or Utah. Hmm. There was a crash and. Some rich doctor decided to sue her because he said he, she was out of control. 
<laughs> on, he ran on the mountain. Her. She was coming down the mountain, and she ran into him while he was stopped on the mountain talking to somebody, and they went to court. You know, sue. They, he wanted to sue her, and uh, she won. She All won, right. and the judge awarded her one dollar. That's all she wanted. Yeah, one dollar. And, you know, you know, after the hearing, they said, what are you going to do with that dollar? And she said, well, I'm going to donate it to my favorite charity. So that's great for that favorite charity. They're going to get a buck from a millionaire. You know? <laughs> okay, well. <You> know? <laughs> her heart's in the right place, yeah, huh? Yeah. Maybe you know, she named will. her kid Apple, you know? Right. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like naming your kid Lamp. You know, <laughs> who does this? You know, I actually, before we had children, I thought, uh, you know, Thermo would be a good name for a boy, you know? Thermo? Thermo Komen. Yeah. Thermo Komen. I don't know. It, I don't it, know. it didn't fly. We, we went Syndrome is a good name syndrome. for it. <laughs> yeah. When your kid gets excited, you can say, down syndrome, down. Oh, oh yes. You know? Well, I, I think that that would work. So in that case, you know, only the lawyers won, which right. they always do. <sighs> right. You know. But the guy still had to pay uh, court yeah, costs yeah. and lawyers' costs. Yeah, and okay, so did well, she. Yeah. And so did she. Well, well probably, uh, I mean, did the judge not award $1 plus, you know, uh, No, just legal $1. Fees? Okay, well, I guess no. she can afford it. She's she a, can no, afford legal fees. She was a dollar plus legal fees. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. How yeah. do you know this? Because I followed it because I was, we were checking her outfits out me. Be my twin. Oh, okay. Christy. You have a twin? Yeah, we don't look alike though. She's got red hair and green eyes. And mine. I'm and brown. she doesn't smoke. No, she doesn't smoke. Makes her cough. She doesn't want to cough. Why do you still smoke? I mean, I'm not the, smoking. Well, no, but you you wanted to go have a cigarette. Because I want to do whatever I want to do whenever I want to do it. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I, I do follow rules. Yeah. Yeah, you can't smoke anymore. Follow the road, not Inside. the rules. But you can right. have dogs in this place, but you, you can, can't smoke. You can kill children in, in the Ukraine, but you can't have yeah. cigarettes. It's all right. It's good. It's good. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, Manny, I, I I had a thought the other day, and, and oh, good. <laughs> yeah, I know. Jesus, you yeah, had yeah. A thought. So the thought, stop thought. the presses. Did everyone. you write it down? I, I did, and okay. now and but now it's not going to come up when it, with. But anyway, the 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 thought is, uh, and maybe this is, has been said before, but. Uh, that there's almost no way to tell somebody that you're just coming from the clinic and have it not sound bad. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. Have yeah. you heard that before? No, okay. I, I don't think that's a bad thing. Uh, you know, no, but I, the only I thing I think of is is that uh, you know, a clinic, uh, you you don't have insurance. You're going to a clinic. Huh? Okay. You know, uh, you went to a clinic. You don't have insurance. I don't know. It just seems like you know. It's it's either going to be like you know a VD clinic or, uh, or like a, a <laughs> methadone clinic. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, methadone clinic. Oh, no, never, uh, I don't you never heard of that. Yeah, well, you know, abortion know. clinic or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, I tried that abortion pill that's in the news. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You hear about that well, the abortion pill? You take it with a beer. Well, you take it with anything you want, but it tastes like chicken, man. I'll tell you that abortion pill. But it was cool because I got the abortion pill. You know that one that's in the news right now. Mm -hmm. And they gave me a. They gave me a. Along with the pills, I got a coupon for free wire hangers. So, oh, just in case. Yeah. yeah. So in case the pill doesn't work. Backup plan. Yeah. Hey, what's smarter than a talking parrot? 
What? A spelling bee. Oh, God. Okay. Where's Dave Clemens when we need him? <laughs> yeah, the owner of this bar would yeah. love that joke. Yeah. <laughs> he might yeah. show up, might make an appearance here sooner or later. So, yeah, that was kind of interesting that they gave that away, that coupon. And Did I you get high? It. Did I get high? On the Memphis Boston pill? On the, no, I didn't I get I don't know high. how to say Memphis I don't know. Boston. It's the abortion what? pill, though. No, I didn't get high from it. What do you I think mean, about Clarence Thomas like him to vacation in Walmart parking lots? Wait, what? He that Clarence, after uh, he'd been accused of accepting lots of money and lavish trips for the past 20 years, even he, um, he said he really liked hanging out in Walmart parking lots because he was from a poor family. Uh-huh, so that was his idea for vacation. <laughs> I guess. So he was. Uh, he was you could buy the tent, set looking, it up, then return it. No, he just like sitting in his car, looking looking at his Coca Cola for the pubic hair. The pubic hair. Yeah, that's basically what he was doing. There. I don't understand how this guy gets around. In yeah. a car, uh, he gets look. driven around. Well, why would you yeah. want to hang out that's with good. him? Yeah. I, I'm not saying I do want to hang out. One, with him. why would one want to? Be with him. Yeah. Ask his wife, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. They seem like a nice couple. I mean, it seem yeah. like they're well matched Power. anyway. Not a nice couple, but they're uh, well matched. They deserve each other. <laughs> I want to see the curtains. All right, anyway. <laughs> you want to see the curtains? <laughs> <laughs> should decorate that house. <laughs> well, uh, so you got anything else, Manny? Well, yeah. Also, you know, in the news, besides Gwyneth, uh, mm-hmm. uh, that asshole jerk off, the Dalai Lama, was in the news. Okay. Did you hear about him? Okay. All right. Yeah. That was terrible. Yeah, I that don't was agree horrible. with what happened. At yeah, all. you know that guy. He's telling the kid he wants him to suck his tongue. What's this guy about, man? Really? I totally missed that. You didn't miss this? You (laughs) missed this story? Totally missed it. He had to go on, his people had to go on Twitter or something and apologize because some little young Tibetan boys wanted to hug him. And he told the kid, and this is in front of hundreds of people or something. Everybody was there. Everybody was there. (laughs) He didn't think Uh, it was wrong to say, kiss me on the lips. Kiss The kid kissed him on the cheek. He goes, no. Kind of like Rufus Thomas did to me one time. Oh, really? Yeah, Yeah. it was his 80th birthday. But anyway, that's another story. And then the Dalai Lama said, I want you to suck my tongue. I know he made him kiss him on the lips first. And then he he go, come here closer. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, what do you do with that? What do you do with that? Come on. This Come guy's on. a real <laughs> jerk, this Dalai Lama. Holy man. moly. Man, you know what when gets he gets into people, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's not right. Yeah. Not I right. knew I knew I mean I respect all forms of religion. Sure. However, when the <laughs> when it, <laughs> The Buddhist people, they like to eat at McDonald's. I'm like, What? That's not that's not religious, you know, to eat burgers. Well, I don't know. He's a phony. He's been a phony since that whole thing, you know. You know, he came to the big university here, Tulane University, not about 10, 12 years ago, and they to uh, speak at the commencement. Mm-hmm. And they, I mean, they went all out. The yeah. city went all out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tongues out. His tongue came all out. You know, his dick was out. Yeah. Yeah, the robe hanging. Yeah. And, and then oh, was it the wind so, or something else? They paid him know. like a million dollars to speak at this commencement. And they had like people in line trying to get tickets. The Superdome was packed to capacity. And then 
no one could understand a fucking word he said. Um, hmm. You know, that no one could understand a fucking word. Yeah, it's just like he's speaking in tongues or something. Who fucking knows? But what a, you know, they paid him a million dollars and everyone came out going, I don't understand a fucking word he said. You know, class of uh, 2010. <laughs> you know. Well, I bet he. I bet he. He gives good oral though. You know, uh, I think like he that. is a sexy man, even yeah. with those glasses. Yeah, yeah. those glasses remind like me majors, kind of Jim Jones type glasses. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they're kind of like Jim Jones kind type of, glasses. Kind of, yes. You know. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I wonder if the Dalai Lama likes Kool Aid. You know, <laughs> he likes hamburgers, so why not? Kool-Aid? He likes hamburgers from McDonald's. Okay. Some of that orange drink and some of that. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like, it's kinda yeah. well at, uh, at, at the no, breakfast at, of astronauts, man. Yeah, yeah. Just at, he, at, uh, he'll show you the space yeah, stick. So <laughs> that kind of freaked me out. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's I mean, that's I think uh, those kind of those yeah, kind of stories true. take away from what's really going on. You know, Ukrainians are getting beheaded by Russians oh my God. and stuff like that. You know, so those kind of stories take away from the important stuff. Sure. You know. Like, in fact, uh, there was uh, uh, a fire in Indiana where uh, the fire department said, get out to the people who live in this. Get out of town. Just get out. All the plastic burning. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Huge uh, toxic plume. Yeah. Stay away. Stay out of Indiana, man. Indiana is like an awful place. Can't go back to Indiana. You can't go back to Indiana. It's awful. So anyway, the Dalai Lama is a petter. And oh, I knew Jesus. it for a long time. Yeah. And nobody yeah. listens to him. You know, he talks about peace and love. But, like, really great Dalai Lama. Like, anyone's going to listen to you. Yeah, like, well, any government is going to listen to you. Yeah, they, yeah. It's no not, one's going to listen to him. Not pulling a lot of weight. You know, why don't you go do Maharishi Gingong Gang 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 You know? What a fucking jerk. The Dalai Lama. Well, uh... Reminds me of a song. Yeah, yeah. Dalai! Yeah, that's a, all right. Did you play on that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I did not play oh, on that. But you no. should have. Yeah, I played wrote on, it. Uh, on the, all the other songs on that record, but did not play on that. Anyway, maybe we should get to our guest, huh, man? Sure. Yeah, yeah. So uh, she's a, a terrific uh, musician, drummer, guitar player, songwriter, recording artist. Hustler, entrepreneur. Uh, she's a rock and roll hellcat from way back. And uh, we're going to get into all that. But without further ado, the great Misty White. Welcome, Misty. Thank you. Welcome, Renee and Manny. I'm pleased to make your acquaintance. So, uh, so Misty, I know Misty from Memphis. And, uh, you know, she was, she was uh, part of the, uh, the whole... New Rose Records, uh, uh, Midtown scene there, and uh, with with uh, the Panther Burns and and the Hellcats, but uh, you didn't start off like that. When I, when no, I, I started off in Little Rock, Arkansas, born in Pine Bluff. Um, basically, came over to Memphis to go to school at Memphis State. Now, what's your family like back there in Pine Bluff? Well, we moved away from Pine Bluff early, but my father's a disc jockey. Oh, he just really? retired. Sonny Martin. Huh, I didn't know that. Oh, you didn't know? He no. started the first alternative radio show on the air called Beaker Street back in 1969. They would play in, it was AM station, K-A-A-Y 1090. In what town? In Little Rock. In Little Rock, okay. And it would go, at night it would go, it was 50,000 watts. So uh-huh. at night it would go all the way into Canada and then down in like Brazil. Right. And um, 
Nate, he he created it. The guy, the DJ was Clyde Clifford, okay. and he's still around. And they've kind of it's on the it's on the internet, I think, or something. All right. But yeah, it was. Um, they like somehow like the music went to Vietnam. Yeah, it yeah. was that whole damn thing. And and but it was crazy just growing up that way. We had um, I remember Paul Paul. Mark Lindsay from Paul Revere and the Raiders would hang out at the house. And Mother said it was the first guy that she ever knew that, that took vitamins. Uh, like 1970. And okay. The, and they, 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 he he said they were vitamins. Yeah, right. He slept <laughs> under a pyramid. Now, oh, really? I used yeah. to love Paul Revere and the Raiders. Now, mm. when he hung out at your house, did he wear the, the costumes? No, it was no. like turtleneck and the shag type hair. Oh, okay. It, he, it was weird. Years later, I, I was in Chicago on a... On a Playing at a bar, and on the bill was Cynthia Plastercaster, mm-hmm. and she was going on about how Mark Lindsay had been her first plaster. Really? And I'm like, well, what year was that? And I'm like, oh my god, that's like the same fucking year. Because she was a little older. Uh-huh. He was, I was a kid. At her house. He was hanging around at yeah. your house. Yeah, <laughs> sleeping <laughs> under the pyramid. So that was an odd, you know, okay. like through the math moment. So, so you grew up a, a twin. You have uh, your you're Another sister, D. She's a year and a half older, and right. then that's three of us. And then mom and dad, and they divorced early, and, and then yeah. So we were the grown kids from the failed first marriage, and pretty much learned to just well, we couldn't. They partied a lot when they were married, and um, they were young, and we would be put to bed. We shared a room. It would still be daylight. It was like this is wrong. <laughs> and we could get out of the room if we put on was a show. Daylight savings. It was just daylight. Get the fact. Yeah, we children should be not even seen. You know. Yeah. Just lock you in your room <laughs> while we party. Yeah. So we would come up with a performance to get out of the room, and like the uh, earliest song. It's raining. Gets in front of the adults. Yeah, we we had a little ukulele. They got us instruments, but they didn't teach us how to play them. So we would play along to to albums because we would get. Any promotional copy we, that was ours to open. Uh-huh. So we had all these like the <laughs> I had I was listening to the Led Zeppelin that nobody wanted, you know, the, um, the one with the oh the Zeppelin. Wait, is that Ze- wait Zeppelin uh, one? No, the one nobody wanted to listen to. Um, huh. Okay, you could cast in off through the it. outdoor. No, keep going. Um, it's 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 like a. Picture of a thing. Yeah, I don't know. Oh yeah, present. Yes, it was my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> that's really what I had. Yeah, the only one you free. had. Right, that's funny. <laughs> but yeah, well, that, I think that's how we credit our creative side is that we we had to be we had to come up with something to get out of the room. Had to entertain yourself yeah. and and entertain to, the guests and entertain the in guests. order to come out of the room. Did you ever then, meet Paul Revere? No, just Mark Lindsay, but also. Uh, my dad put on he would put on these festivals so he had the uh, Loud and Wainwright in I guess 74 he had a song uh, Dead Skunk in the Middle of the Road sure. and my father played it until it it charted one, number one. Oh, really? Your region. dad was behind that? Okay. Yeah. And so he put on the International Skunk Festival in Little Rock where they had skunk races uh, and skunk drawings and that's where you and, learned to roll joints no, the Easter Bunny taught me how oh. to roll a joint. Yeah, I got okay. a job taking photos at the mall with the Easter Bunny, which I did, and he was actually Santa Claus as well. So, I from age fifteen to nineteen, it was a lucrative business. Yeah, I bet. I'll just say that you take the number at the beginning count, 
and you take the number at the end count on this Polaroid camera, and then you break down what cost what and how much you. <clears throat> uh. <laughs> Make sure it balances. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, I mean, I had people yeah. visiting me at the mall. Like, bring it to the mall. And then the Easter Bunny was cool. <laughs> so we go underneath the mall and we're like, bunny time, because it took a minute bunny to get down <laughs> below the mall. Right. And you only had a 20 minute break. I was like, well, it takes five minutes to get there. So that's why I came up with I need a 10 minute turnaround on a 20 minute make or break. It's like, we need. Extra time uh-huh. on top of the time, right? Because you got to get there. Yeah, and, and nobody. Bunny Hutch. People will dispute that. That's the one. And most yeah. kids are terrified of the Easter. Oh, he he would be so yeah. stern. We kept back up there, and yeah. the child, <laughs> his big old excuse me, his big old head, he'd forget. And he's hugging this child. I'm like, oh, sitting where I am. Yeah. The kid's like, ah. Ow, and you ow. were the one taking the pictures. Yeah, it was okay. great. One time, this little child, the. She was a little kid, and the mother says, she doesn't want her picture taken. She just wants to give something to the bunny. Oh. I'm like, well, yeah, go ahead, kid. And she took her diaper. It was a clean, unused. Okay. Manny, don't look at me like that. It was a clean, unused diaper. She takes it to the Easter bunny. And, and, and the mother says, yeah, he, probably, he, he, he liked mushrooms. But anyway, um, the mother said she she Mushrooms always talking about wanting to give her diaper to the bunny because she doesn't need it anymore because oh, she had okay. been potty trained. Oh. But it was the child's idea. Yeah, the <laughs> yeah. whatever. Show off to take the... it to the bunny okay. and give it to him. I'm like maybe she she probably you know good millennial to be or whatever. This is a long time. You, know, you could have said uh, you know just and to this a, day not, to this day that girl's crapping golden eggs. Right? <laughs> Who knows? She, right. She, um, it's just weird. At that point, I'm like, that's odd, you know. But yeah, not every idea that a, that a three-year-old has is, is worth, uh, you know, carrying out. But kind of okay, profound. That's very cute. All right, moving on. Moving on. So, uh, so you no, no, I like that story. No, that's, I like all that. So, uh, so you grow up with with uh, Christy. You guys are, are kind of a matched pair. You know, you you seem to be the one that always takes the lead. You're well, the, you're the mouthpiece of the the operation. I like the uh, yes. However. In, in uh, many cultures, African especially, the, the dominant twin pushes the first one out to make sure the world is okay. And I'm, and I'm six minutes older. So she's like the one riding behind, and I'm, I'm up here like, I got a road, hang on, let me get the path. Right. But, um, yeah, it's, it's good like that. But always, I did something young when I was young that was brave because mother would say, she's our brave one. And I'm like, what's brave? Brave means you go first on the log ride. Brave means you go first in the spook house. And I'm like, okay. Brave means you go get your parents their cigarettes, right? Uh, Well, no. Well, I mean, when we could drive, yeah. But um, no. Oh, oh, fetch. Yeah, we've definitely fetched. Go upstairs, Misty. Go upstairs. Oh, sure. And if sure. you turn the corner, you could have been down a little bit. And then you're going to find, okay, I think I left it there. You're like, okay, oh, yeah, I'll be yeah, back. Yeah. I'm going to find that for you. Yeah, yeah. That's back in the days <laughs> yeah. when your parents would, when parents would make children, uh, you know, they were their little slaves. And they would way, tell them to do things. Nowadays, uh, I don't know. How, yeah, how we, much she wanna... had us trained. Like, I, I would, um, one of us would brush mama's hair out. The other would take her makeup off. Yeah, they would massage your feet. All right. Yeah. It, it was like five years later you were doing it. For, you realized it was your dad you were doing this for, right? <laughs> no, daddy was, daddy was sleeping. He was a busy man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> At night. 
So, yeah. so you, uh, so you, you, uh, you make your way to Memphis. Is that to to go to school, or, or, yeah. or where do you go to where do you go to college? Or? I went to well, I started at University of Arkansas at Little Rock. Okay, ULR University Last Resort. Yeah. <laughs> then I went to Memphis State, and I was nineteen, and and it was like the world just opened up because I looked pretty young at nineteen, and the drinking age is nineteen in Memphis. I was oh. twenty one in Little Rock. I had no chance. Uh-huh. I did not look 21. Right. <laughs> yeah. I was 19. I was an adult. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And man, it was fun. Uh, Mandrax, those quaaludes from Mexico oh, yeah, were popular yeah. then. And right. so I'd get me a bottle of wine and a Mandrax, and I'd clean my apartment because I'm a good Virgo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. You are Virgo. <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, moving over there, we're poorer than poor. It was great. You know, everyone else in school, their parents paid, so they had to show them their grades, and they're all like stressed out. Well, our parents didn't even know where we were <laughs> you know, like, in school. Okay, great. You know, but that was it. Um, I did not graduate with a degree, however, I went for nine years. Okay. <laughs> you went for nine years. Yeah, I was philosophy. Degree. I was president of the philosophy club. Hide digger, hide digger, hide digger, ho. <laughs> okay, so this, was this during the time when I when I first met you? Yeah. Uh, when we were the Pantherburns were were going strong there. I was playing. Did you the really band. go to college, or is it just in your mind? I went. <laughs> you know, you're oh, taking yeah. Mexican quaaludes. And yeah, well, I was following the Grateful Dead at the same time. Oh, okay, well, there <laughs> you yes, go. Yes, tell us about yeah, that. So when did you start? Because uh, by the time I met you, you I think you were a seasoned Grateful Dead. Yeah. Uh, it's, it started uh, in Little Rock. In fact, when I, I was working with... Santa Claus, I used that money to buy a plane ticket to go to San Francisco to uh, this guy to see the, to see the Grateful Dead. It, this guy that um, I liked, Gus, he's no longer with us, but uh, he was just really, this certain people I'm like, okay, I'm going to do whatever you say. Uh, I'm a fan. You know, this is great. So, here we go. And he was, he would be like, we were at a, a my friend's house one day and it was a Sunday and, and it was in Little Rock and so there's no beer but there was a keg downstairs this apartment he goes I think someone left a keg mm-hmm. we should get it I'm like okay <laughs> we took this keg it was terrible it was an Arkansas game that day we were so mean you just went and swiped the keg <laughs> keg upstairs and soon a party developed because <laughs> they in our apartment and the people downstairs realized we had their keg <laughs> they called the police Oh, we yeah. had to give the keg back. Yeah. yeah. There you go. It was a lot lighter, uh, though, I'm sure. Yeah, it was. You know, we tried to put a dent in the keg. So but this yeah, shit w- like so that. So I follow this guy out to San Francisco to see the oh, dead. Okay, that's what And I'm like, I'm not dressed right. <laughs> I'm not a dead. I'm 19. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, what? To be at a Grateful Dead concert. Yeah, you know, I didn't have the colorful So you took outfit. your clothes off and you were dressed appropriately? <laughs> No, I borrowed a dashiki from somebody. But my friend, guys, he had this connection there that he's no longer with us either, Neil, but he had the pink Peruvian flake. So here we are in this hotel with the, with the picture off the wall, and it was a mound of pink cocaine. I'm like, wow, you know, I, I pinch me. I'm born in Pine Bluff, right? <laughs> and um, that's how it began, The Grateful Dead. But I would come back, go to school. The, the teachers would, 
lecture, give me the what I missed the the two weeks I was gone. Mm-hmm. Just lecture for me. Just do, one day, just tell me everything I missed. Oh, okay. But they called me the living philosopher, so they were okay with me leaving. Really? Yeah. And I'm like, okay. So, but not the my drum teacher failed me when I was actually on tour with the Hellcats playing drums. Yeah, Mike. I forget his last name. Hey, Mike. Is he still okay. alive? <laughs> Seems I mean, like all you people you know are dead. Well, aren't we dead Maybe now? We too? should cut this show short. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Let me get smoke. Yeah, she needs a smoke. I don't know. I haven't but coughed in a while. <laughs> in my life. Does anyone have a mirror? I need to see if I'm still. Well, you have some coke. Is that it? <laughs> no, I. You know, I like to take drugs, but. I find now I just don't like the way I feel afterwards. Yeah, you know, it's a problem. Yeah, I still yeah. have to train. Like, don't do the line because later you're like, <laughs> and with the mask it was easier. You can have <laughs> the contorted face. Nobody saw you. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm fucked out of my mind. I don't like, yeah, <laughs> nobody saw that. You didn't have to brush your teeth. You didn't do shit. Right. Yeah. Kind of grease. You know. Nobody saw you. <laughs> now we're back. So, so when you're when you're out uh, out there with the Grateful Dead, um, I know it, it. Sometimes you would be out for months, right? And you would like start up different businesses, or you would tell me about, or you well, know, you could like support yourself uh, traveling in the caravan. Yes. Yes. I. I so. I, you know the band, or you're just one of those followers? Like just, a dead a dead head. Head. just a deadhead. Just a deadhead. Just a deadhead. Yeah, I mean, one time I tried to get in with an orange, and Bill Graham was like, you're nobody. Get across the street with the rest of them. <laughs> I'm like, oh. And he's dead, too, now. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he yeah, pointed yeah, that yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, was, I sold, we all sold whatever we could, but like I sold, again, I took, I went and bought my own damn Polaroid. Yes. And got some picture packets sent from Dallas where the Polaroid plant was. A, a big carton of little uh, cardboard pictures. Uh-huh. No, they're like frames. Oh, frames. Oh, okay. You know, stick your picture somewhere. Right. And right. I just and I actually spent a couple of weeks down here in New Orleans. Got a room at the Liddell on St. Charles. Liddell, yeah, I don't know. Yes, and we were the like the little Larry. <laughs> Where's the little Larry? I'm at the Liddell. Right. Oh, we yeah. Little no, Larry. I, I stay at the Liddell. <laughs> How can I do a fist? Oh, yeah. oh my God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to stay there for uh, for Mardi Gras. My parents would get a room right. over the week, Mardi Gras weekend, you know, and uh, yeah, that's pretty fell out. And that's how I found out about it was the, was the I don't know if it was your parents or somebody else's. I think but I they, might have told you yeah, about the Liddell. I was at the Liddell. Okay, nice, nice. <laughs> yeah. So you were you were working on the great. Uh, you were taking Polaroids. The, to, the dead weren't here at this point. Mm-hmm. I just had stayed after they left because oh, okay. I'm like oh, I think the sugar bowl's coming. Okay, <laughs> I'll do that. But I learned that you have to stay sober when you take these photos because it costs a lot to film. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> if it's all shaky because yeah. you're fucked up. You're like, so oh, you had a hustle down in the French Quarter or something? Yeah, I, I did get surrounded by the police and asked to leave. I was like, okay, I'm going <laughs> to go. You know, but I was like 5 a.m. Like it, I was done yeah, for that you night. Made all your yeah, money yeah, it was fun. You know, I, 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 I don't have a problem walking up to strangers and introducing myself, luckily. <laughs> yeah. You know, but it went on the Grateful Dead, though, with, with these photos, it was really great because you see some dude with a joint or nitrous or whatever you want. How do you go up to this person? Hey, see your photo, you know. Do you okay. Have, you know, it's a good right. way to break the ice. Right. Icebreaker. You had an end. But that was one thing we did. And then we did the Elvis Margarita Cantina several summers up in Alpine Valley. Serving, did we would take a <laughs> serving tray and go? That was Christy. Yeah, with Christy. With, with Christy okay. was at this one, and and we would uh, take drink orders mm-hmm. and then come back and <laughs> with a cocktail. 
Uh, which is, you know, I always wanted to have like a little open air restaurant you know, after the dead, but really too high to eat. <laughs> like, ooh, food. But yeah, um, did that and, you know, just anything. Oh, one time we were at the truck stop in New Jersey at the Turnpike and they had these like 3D uh, Jungle Book postcards and they were 75 cents each and we were like, we're buying and we bought every one they had. We went to the other side, bought all of those and then we sold them for $2. There you, you go. Know, and, and, yeah. And people were like, I saw that for 35. Shut up. <laughs> Natural entrepreneur. Well, yes. uh, and then, or you know, we're, we want to get to uh, the part where you get to Memphis and you're you're out there with with the Hellcats and and all that's going. But uh, I think it might be a good time to take a break, Manny. We can yeah. refill Manny, our cocktails. Sure. You can smoke that you can cigarette. You can smoke your cigarette. And uh, go tell. tell no, I don't want any. <laughs> no, you gonna run for governor? No, I'm not going to do that. No, I'm not doing any. Yeah, uh, so the nation knows what to do. Uh, um, and we'll be right back. I can't find my memory. I think I left it somewhere behind me. Or maybe I laid it down next to my keys. I know we drank whiskey. I think we had a fight. Mr. Manny Chevrolet. I am Renee Coleman. Back with our guest, Ms. Misty White. Um, now, Misty, I, I know uh, uh, you have never heard the podcast before, in, in spite of reaching out and wanting to be on the podcast. That's okay. Um, but, uh, but uh, you know, perhaps you'll listen to this one, or perhaps you'll listen to some other ones. But uh, uh, for those that do listen all the time, they, they know of our spotty history with sponsorship here on the troubled um. men podcast and and we are once again back to our original sponsor uh loose change yeah loose change loose change i know it's something you can relate to this concept of you know like if you if you shake somebody hard enough some some loose change will will, will come out somewhere you know it's like uh, in their their pants pockets or the the couch cushions uh. my people were from hard money kentucky so it was all about 
change. That's the, the only the, hard the, money you had the was loose change, change right? Yeah, yeah. loose change. Yeah, no right. soft hard. money. No, no soft money. No, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's outside Paducah. Right. Okay. Well, so so to that end, we it is a listener supported operation here and uh, we have a Venmo link and a PayPal link in the show notes of every show and uh, right there on that pinned Facebook page and uh, you know we we uh, appeal to the uh, the the listeners to uh, as they're listening week in week out you know support the podcast and uh, you know s- some people answer the call Manny some oh, people yeah? answer the call yes uh, like uh, Kevin Todd want to give a shout out to Kevin Todd and again Rob Mailer Rob Mailer uh, what a mensch man week in week out he is supporting the podcast oh. so so. Uh, Thank you to those guys and to, to everybody else. You know, avail yourselves of those those uh, those links. Support the podcast. Uh, you know, it now takes are a village. these guys local? Um, no, no. I know Kevin Todd actually is uh, is in uh, England. He's in, in Britain. Oh, there. so he's paying us in pounds? Um, pounds, baby, pounds. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. It's a, you know. Because don't they have loose chains with holes in them? Like the they, coins they do have, have a, They do have a, uh, a coin over there. They did at one time anyway. They had, had, a, had hole a hole in it. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, is the queen still on their paper money? Uh, I would guess. Yeah, or probably is now a lot of it. Charles on the paper money? Uh, I think there's probably still a lot of, uh, of circulating currency with the Now, uh, they didn't want to be part of uh, the euro, right? England. Well, I mean, yeah, they, they had that Brexit and they they they're, right. they're Brexit, leaving. Yes. yes, it's a it's so a, they left. It's a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's a now, big how mistake. is that working out for? I think England. it's a big fucking disaster, man. Yeah, I yeah. think it's a, it's an unfold continuing to unfold an unfolding disaster, as you would say. You know, yeah. why doesn't Kevin get some of his mates? Yeah, you know, that's what they call friends in England. Right. Mates. Right. You know, because England's not doing well. Yeah, I know? think I think Kevin was on the uh, the the anti-Brexit side. He was on right. the stay side. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. want they go down to that Buckingham Palace with him and his mates and kill that king? Oh, well. for money. Yeah, I don't some think some of that money because that royal family is milking that country dry. Don't you think? Well, <laughs> royal family definitely gets a lot of dough. Um, they get a lot of pounds. A lot of pounds, baby, pounds. Yeah. Well, so anyway, uh, we also have the, the Patreon page, you know, if you want to take the guesswork out of supporting thank the you, podcast. Thank you, Kevin, though. Yes, thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Rob Mailer. Uh, and uh, everybody else, get on board. Get some skin in the game. And uh, we, we still have the Troubled Men podcast t-shirts are available. Uh, follow us on social media. Um, Rate, review, and what's the other one? Uh, rate, review. Yeah, yeah. Give us five stars. It costs you nothing. Uh, it helps us a lot. Brent Ryder, go go get some uh, some healing liniment oil. Yeah, that from, stuff's uh, good. Heal, it's really dragon. helping my knees. Okay. All that right. stuff. All right. So, yeah, uh, get some Baking heal- company, right? Yeah, the, the uh, uh, Great Escape Baking Company. Yes. We have the, the uh, promo code right there, Troubled15. Right. They'll give you, some, yeah. give you a, a discount. Brand decided to grow a beard. Okay. I've yeah. seen him with a beard before. Yeah, he yeah, grew yeah. a beard. Yeah, I've seen it with a beard. And uh, it's all white. Loose change. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. That's why I have to shave every day because my beard's all white. So, you know, I, I look like a homeless person if I don't shave. Yeah. You know what I did while you were gone, too, Renee? Mm. Speaking of the homeless. Tell me. Um, Taunting some homeless yeah, people. Look at this. Yeah. Um, Your favorite, a dog. Um, you know, I don't, have, I don't get much fun out of life. Really? I don't. Uh, but one of the few things I like to do is um, 
I like to drive around towns, and I like to flip off the homeless. I just flip them off. Hmm. You know, they say they have those little cardboard, you know, messages. We'll work for nothing. Yeah, we'll work for nothing. Exactly. I like to flip them off. Yeah, what kind of reactions do you get to that? Uh, most of the time, just very confused looks. You Why? Know, you know, but... Uh, but yeah, that's something I like to do every once All in a right. while. All right, okay. Well, you know, shout out to the homeless. Well, uh, that's uh, didn't Zeppelin? Speaking of Zeppelin, didn't they have a song called "Houses of the Homeless" uh, <laughs> or, or album? Uh, I just know Misty Mountain Hop. You just Why know don't me? you take a good look at yourself and describe what you see, baby, baby, baby? <laughs> so, so that was a weird song, though, because he's asking questions and he's answering his own question. That's kind of weird, yeah, don't you think? I think he's looking device. in the mirror. Yeah, I think yeah. he did that a lot. There I like go. mirrors myself. Okay. I bet you do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You never know what you're going to see in there. Fall yeah. through, through the looking glass. If you don't fly, you fall. You fall. Okay, right, right, right. Anyway. Well, uh, you know, Jim Dickinson, uh, a guy I know you 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 spent a lot of some time around. Uh, uh, you know, th- that reminds me of a of a quote that uh, Luther told. He Luther was on this podcast. You see, if you'd listened to these podcasts, you might have heard uh, Tav Falco or or uh, Luther Dickinson on. I you mean, know, I'm a narcissist. And, okay, well, <laughs> I like the flower. Well, uh, <laughs> I don't listen to this show either, so don't feel bad. Anyway, it was it was it was a Dickinson quote where he was saying, uh, you know, it's 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 your job as a uh, as a producer to take the artist right up to the the edge and then push him. And he says, sometimes they fall, oh. but sometimes they fly. There you go. Well, so. Jim would not produce the Hellcats. He said, we didn't need a producer. Okay, well, uh, you know, Jim, Jim, know knew, what that meant. Jim knew of what he spoke. <laughs> he realized there's nothing I can do here. You, go, you girls just have to do what you're going to do. Well, let's get into all that. That's enough of the uh, uh, housekeeping. So, so you and Christy uh, uh, find yourself in, in Memphis. Uh, you fall in with, uh, with Tav Falco and the Panther Burn. Well, Lorette was in my class. Okay, L- uh, well, Lorette Velvet. That's how it all began. It was, okay. She, it was... Um, Three days in a row. So, okay, I saw her. Um, I had a friend, Joey, and, and I guess she had, you know, spent the night. And um, I'm stopping by in the morning to say, hey, smoke a joint, whatever. And she comes out of the room. I'm like, oh, hello. You know, you're Lori. And then the next day I go to Wizards, the, the smoke shop, to buy some papers and she's working there. I'm like, you're the girl that was at my friend's house yesterday. Mm-hmm. So that's Sunday. And Monday I go to school. My first class is logic. And she's in the class. I'm like, oh, my God. Three <laughs> times in three days. We're supposed to be friends. Okay. And so that's how we became friends. All right. And she was. And then you realize you've been living with this person for six <laughs> months, right? <laughs> no, yeah. At some point. But um, no, yeah. Well, maybe, but anyway, yeah, she uh, she was seeing um, this guy, Chris Lee, Chris Lee. Anyway, the Moonlight Supergroup, the Moonlight Syncopators. Okay, Chris. Okay. Anyway, um, right. But but we knew about Tav, and we're like, oh, Tav, he's he's so great, and and she liked him, and 
And we went and drew in chalk on the antenna club, like Tav. So we had some chalk and really big. We wrote Tav, he's our mentor. And then Chris was like, I'm going to tell him he wrote that. We're like, go ahead. <laughs> and he, that's how him and Lorette kind of hooked up. Oh, okay. So Tav saw you had some, some willing, uh, <laughs> some willing um, participants. Yeah. <laughs> participants, sure. With and, uh, loose change, even. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, loose morals. Yeah, um, all that. Uh, uh, bad judgment. Uh, so, so, so Tav, Tav reformed Lori into Lorette Velvet. Uh, yeah, he needed some more, vel- um, the Burnett's. You know, right, so we needed Panther Burnett's. Yes. He liked he he's kind of like John Derrick, in the in the type of woman, and the next one would be that type. Uh huh. And Lorette was probably second, I guess. Oh, I, I see. Mean, what I you don't mean. know. Who's yeah, before, he has a certain archetype. Yeah, the long legged, dark haired archetype. You know, right, and right. Like John Derrick had the bow. Had the Ursula Linda, Linda, Linda Ursula Linda bow. They all yeah. look the same. You think right. Yeah. It's, yeah. It was just cool. And he yeah, looks yeah. the same too. Tav. No. no. Oh, we, we, we call him Dorian Gray, but we love you, Tav. Tav, shout out. You, you made me who I was. You taught me to watch and learn and um, don't ask questions. He made you what you are? Well, don't ask questions, just watch and learn. I mean, okay. Tav's a man, great artist. Man. Yeah. Tav's, Tav's, 100%. Tav's uh, you know, life of artistic pursuit and expression <laughs> is. is uh, it's He's a Gemini though. Else. They get a little uptight, and <laughs> he had this. He's still going. Yeah, this strong. Chrysler LeBaron '64, and the, the transmission was going out. He was just. It was one of those push button trend uh, where you transmission. Push, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's pushing. And I'm like, I don't think that's gonna make it better. Hard <laughs> 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 push forward, you know. Pushing well, it gonna, harder. That's gonna fix the engine. <laughs> he was and trying he's like, anything up. at that point. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, yeah. So 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 you fall in with 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 Lorette. Uh, I, 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 I I was like I gotta be on stage. I want I want to play tambourine. I don't know how to play anything else. I was the great appreciator. Okay. I just didn't have a talent. My sisters are artists, writers, and I I wasn't as good. At my my little <laughs> people attempts at art were laughed at. But I still tried, as anybody, as we do. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, and then I, I was just determined to, to be on stage and play the tambourine. And then I turns I went to my friend Harris Scherner's house one day to jam. I took my maracas. <laughs> and he mm-hmm. said, here, sit down at the drums and hit, hit the floor tom, no snare. So, and... Um, no, it was a snare and a floor tom, no kick, uh-huh. and no hi hat. Just hit that, and and I could do it. Well, you know, I Who knew I, 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 could I, play drums. I, I was going to say I saw you playing tambourine in in one of those groups and struggling. I was like, God, what is Misty doing? She doesn't belong in, in a band. That girl doesn't know how to play. Wait, let me finish my story. Yeah, no, I'm gonna add and, to it. <laughs> and, and and then like the next time I saw you, you were playing drums, I'm like, fuck, Misty's a good drummer. <laughs> How is it that she can't play the tambourine? She could fucking play the drums. She's ambidextrous. No, what happened was is that I was at the show. My hell on. I had a Halloween party every year, and here I am going to play tambourine with the Hellcats. And Alex was there, Chilton, and mm. and um, I said, "How do you play this thing?" And he's like, "You hit with the snare." 
Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. So you oh, okay. you saw me play before I got the instructions. Oh, oh okay. All right. You know, <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> you know it how was, it worked. Nobody told me. Yeah. Sure, sure. It yeah. seems Plastic like an in- a simple instrument, but it's an instrument that you can do a lot of damage with if you don't know what you're doing. Right. Well, to yourself as well. You know, you want yeah. to hit in the right sure. spot in the yeah, leg. Yeah. We did... There was this girl, Kim Keeler. She's evil. She's still alive. She's out there in Memphis. Kim, Kim, go get a job and don't ever call me. But she would hit her leg with the timbre. She wanted to be bruised. And she'd show, look at my bruise. And we're like, oh, you're sick. And she was, and she still is. Kim Keeler. Kim okay. Holloman Keeler Duckworth. Okay. Well, okay. We're going hard yeah, here. All right. Yeah, you can edit this out. Hard oh. the no, we can leave oh. it. Oh, we can go. We can talk <laughs> no, about it. No, no. Well, don't. don't yeah, that's another episode. Of that. Can I come back again? Uh, sh- for sure. <laughs> I'll sure. come to New Orleans again. But Do remote. You can come to Toulouse. I live in Toulouse now, everybody. Let's flash forward past all the crap in Memphis. Oh, well, you know, we're, I, I want to <laughs> dig into... We love so, Memphis, though. So, so you, I will say Memphis is worse than France. Uh, well, you know, a lot of people like to get out of Memphis. Really? But but I, I have to say, Memphis these, worse. Memphis these days, I, I think, is, is kind of an undiscovered gem that uh, yeah. they got a lot of, uh, well... I mean, I like in, in, in Midtown, I mean, as far as like places that people are moving to nowadays, you know, yeah, it's the like, rents are high, yeah. like, well, I mean, like uh, all these other towns, Austin's got no room left, no. but you know, Memphis, you can still get a, a, a nice place in Midtown. That's, that's, you know, not probably, at least maybe I'm, maybe I'm even behind. Well, the no, Christie bought a condo for 114,000. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. that's very two affordable. Two yeah, Does it have a bathroom? Two baths. Yeah. Or is and it outside? The, the, the top yeah, floor. The outside. And the swimming pool. Yeah, oh, that's oh, very, that's the, uh, yeah, it's very affordable. It also works as a toilet, the swimming pool, right? Sure. <laughs> but well, uh, we have a hose. <laughs> the hose. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> they have a lot of. Uh, Look at the manatees. A lot of recording going on in Memphis. You know, I got. Uh, uh, I don't know. They have wrestling there too. Wrestling, they love their wrestling. Mid South wrestling. Yeah, 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 they love their Jerry wrestling. Lawler, that's, where, uh, that's where. That's uh, where uh, Jerry Lawler and right. uh, uh, what's his name uh, uh, from the show Taxi, a- a- Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman. They yeah, did their bit there too. There, yeah. He would wrestle women there. Right. Yeah. Did you ever uh, wrestle before? I arm wrestle. You do arm wrestle. I, I will take you on. I uh, know. Maybe I'll after lose. the show. I'll yeah. lose. You will? Yeah, okay. I will I lose. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I love to dominate. Arm <laughs> <laughs> wrestling. Yeah. But no, you don't want to do it too much when you're older because you can break a bone. You don't want to break a You know, you Bones snap. get brittle, right? right. Snap. Yeah. Well, I want to go back to, uh, so so you're, you know, the other day I was I was visiting uh, uh, Glenn Styler, Brent Newman, and out of nowhere he goes, you know, Renee, I, I was I pulled out uh, uh, the Hellcats Cherry Mansions the other day and was listening to it. I'm going, you won't believe I just booked Misty on the podcast. He goes, wow, really? <laughs> it's whole world. It's a good album. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a great record. So, uh, you know, you, uh, so so the the Hellcats become a band. Patrick Maté comes over from, from France, sees you guys that night uh, at the loft to do the show. Uh, he signs you immediately. You, you record the record, Cherry Mansions. Uh, you go out on tour with the Panther Burns. What is that like? It's like two bands out traveling, you know, on a shoestring. Uh, you know, now now your your ability to hustle must have uh, must have come in handy. 
Yeah, that's how I met uh, Carlo Nuccio. <laughs> yeah. He was the sound man at uh, oh. out in L.A. At Raji's yeah, or Raji. Yeah, Yeah, it was like okay, he knew where <laughs> he knew where to get stuff. Uh-huh. And I knew I had people that I met along the way that needed some, so I just started like. No, hooking you, people up with what they needed, and so I had that pocket money. Plus, well, yeah. Now, I, did you I, meet Top Jimmy there at Rogers? Well, I remember. I just remember Carlo because he's such a nice guy, and he's from New Orleans. Well, you shout know, out. you know, one shout out to Carlo. Yeah, he's Carlo's dead past too. Year. Yeah. Not, he died. Carlo yeah. passed this past year, oh, just, just in yeah. Yeah. August. Yeah, we lost he Carlo was in doing August. Good. Yeah, yeah. No, he was doing good. Oh. Carlo wound up having uh, having. Um, uh, liver cancer and so okay. he, he, okay. Was, he was no, totally sober for the last <sighs> 10 years he was alive but uh, yeah, I made we, him we, walk we downtown him. one time saying it's just right here <laughs> it's close but he's like well how many miles are we walking <laughs> <laughs> maybe another mile and a half you know He's just like, you bitch. Yeah. But, but, you know, one time I was hanging out with you, and I think we were up in Memphis. This is like in the, the 90s or something, and we were, you were, uh, you know, being a facilitator and carrying on. And, and, we, and I said, man, you know, you remind me so much of this friend of mine, Carlo Nucio. And you went, oh, I know Carlo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's why I remember that. It's like, how do you know Carlo? And well, so, he was a sound man, and he, he, it was like the... the we were getting five dollars a day per diem from Tab, uh-huh. so I was like, "Just save it for it was thirty-five a week, and you could get an eighth of the of the um, pot. It was like the tie." Tide, tide stick, stick tied yeah. to a stick, right. yeah, and um, stick. and I liked it better than the other kind. It makes you, you know, really bright. I like to be like, mm-hmm. what? I like to get stoned. <laughs> yeah, yeah, stone. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the tree's still there. Uh-huh. There's a nice old tree outside, by the way. Okay. Yeah, okay. I digress. So yeah. Anyway. Uh, Panther Burns, meeting people, too. So, Tav, so Tav was. So, Tav, would you be out there, uh, like in in California, in, in L.A., were you just encamped at somebody's house, like for weeks? Well, it was a friend of George's that we stayed at first. It was this George weird, the Max. You yeah, know, we lost we George lost the George, Max. Yes, as well. We had okay. lost George for a while there, I think, but. Oh, it's only been a couple of years. No, but I mean, I, I lost contact. Right, with right. Him. Anyway, so but George. Yeah, he had a friend for, named the. the Fetless Flake, the fetid, the fetid Flake, it was this guy that had moved from New Orleans out to L.A. Oh, okay. The Fetid Flake. Oh, I don't know. So him, they called him Flake. He's dead too. I'm, I, I would imagine. You would have, I don't want to hang out with you much longer. You would have yeah, to, <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> oh no, I, 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 yeah, exactly. I got backstage passes to the Thousand Year Reign, so I can get you. I have no we're, idea okay. what that we're is. In. The a world is in your reign. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're pretty close to it now. Uh, okay. okay. Don't worry. I'll let you know. Uh, yeah, I'll text you. Tell us. Yeah, text yeah. us when <laughs> it's tell time. You to meet me. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. So, so you're out there traveling around uh, uh, for for I don't know a year or so, uh, a couple of years. Yeah, it was a couple, of years, a couple of good years with Tab and then and the Hellcats, and then it just kind of and we got another album and. Um, Right, that was yes, a Hoodoo Train. Hoodoo Train, And that yes. was a good one. I played mm-hmm. the drums on that. The first one I was on the tambourine. Right. And we had Benny Carter on the drums. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, the second album was good. Things were looking great. We were, we were charting. We were going to be somebody. Oh, right. Right. And then we broke up. <laughs> like we do, and um, yeah, we don't want to go into that. Okay, well, no, we don't. But the, like, I'm not. So, a, I'm not. I signed to indie. NDA. Sure, sure. 
Well, um, you know, you know, it, it's funny though. Again, you're one of those people that keeps coming up. So we had Amy Levere on the podcast oh, maybe a year ago. Or oh, so. we love little Amy. We love Amy. She put me up this past oh, on this nice. trip. We nice. did. Yeah. Who is Amy Levere? Amy Levere. Amy Levere is Will Sexton's wife. And we had her on the podcast. We had her on the podcast remotely. We didn't meet her. We didn't oh, because I'm like you would remember. Yeah, you would remember. No, she. We we. We, we had her on the podcast remotely. But uh, when I was doing research on Amy, uh, well, actually, I think the first time was when we had Mike McCarthy on oh, okay. the podcast. Yeah, and and th- this film that he made about the zip. And we tried to save Liberty Land. I started the save group, Save Liberty Land. Right, right. And I'm looking, at, I'm, I'm looking at the film, and it's like, oh, it's the fucking White Sisters are in this thing. <laughs> we're pissed off, too. No, no, I was yeah. happy. We no. were mad about. Oh, the, you were mad. Yeah, we were mad about the Zip and Pippin and the whole thing. So that was a that was a, a classic. Um, tell us about that story. There. The it's struggle between good and evil and evil. But it was a a classic. Not uh, uh, um, Like a uh, roller coaster. It was Elvis's favorite it? roller coaster, the Zip and Pippin. It was from 1900. It was wooden, and it was in Midtown. In Liberty Memphis. Land, in Liberty like Land, a, they made, park, they made it, it had been the Memphis uh, amusement park, mm-hmm. and then when it was time for the the 200 year, you know, anniversary, the bicentennial mm-hmm. uh, United States, they, 1976. Yeah, yeah they right, opened right. Liberty Land because they had the Liberty Bell, and, okay. and and so yeah, it was it was like America's Fun Theme Park, you know, and it was just really cheesy mm-hmm. but great. Yeah, and people came from around the world. Like they had exchange students from Russia working the ski ball. I mean, yeah. they're like this is the most fun we've ever had. Uh. You know, it's just shit like that. And just people met and got married in the line. We met in the line to go on the Pippin. Mm-hmm. It just had a history. It was a gathering place for over 150 years for people. And they took it away, and I'm like, ah, oh, you just. And they, it's a park. I mean, years ago, it was Montgomery Park, and it was a racetrack. And they say the flies are still in Midtown from this, the horses. I'm like, really? Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> but you know, so it's a park, and they want to. They really right now they're developing it into sports fields, but they wanted to make it into a neighborhood, and we fought that because as a park. It's, yeah. it's for amusement. It's not for a tax base. And, and, and to me, it would set a precedent that if you can take a park that's been a park for like 150 years in the middle of the city and then make it a development just on the whim of the people in charge, the politicians, then there is no more park. You it's just take future, anything, right. It's just future land to be developed. Right, right. And so, so we, we saved it in a way, but it's in Green Bay, the the ride, the and Pippin. It... So they moved the roller coaster to Green Bay, Wisconsin. Yeah, and I had a, and I owned the roller coaster at that point. They had given the roller coaster to the group, and I had the tax ID number, and I had to, and I was like, "What do I do?" And I went to my lawyer, Irvin Salky, and he goes, "Mister, follow the money." I'm like, "Okay." So I said, "Well, I'll give you this tax number if you give me two thousand dollars." And so okay. they did, and so I started the Rock Bottom Garden Club because when you hit rock bottom, the only way to grow is up. Why it, only two grand for because a Because I lowball. Because, well, they, I gave them, I wanted 2000 to give them the number. It was already a done deal. If, if we didn't move it, that city was going to destroy gonna it. You were going to stuck with it, right. No, they would destroy oh, it. Oh, okay. We had to move. I mean, they wouldn't tell me why 
And I'm glad I don't. I mean, I'm, I love Memphis and I miss Memphis. I'm about to bring it here. Okay. But that never made any sense to me, and I, I have a hard time reconciling a future there with with the the way the people run this town. I'd rather not know anything about the town I live in at this point. Yeah. <laughs> like, if I know too many people, I'm going to move again. Right, right. <laughs> I, got, I, I got you. I do have really good friends in Toulouse, I must say. So you're, you've yeah. been living in Toulouse for... Uh, Ten years now. Okay. I went to France. Like Right after this happened, I was like, Lord, send me somebody. Yeah. And he did. It was Philippe Lombardi. It was another guy before that, but I'm like, this is a red herring. This is not the guy. And yeah, then you know. Philippe came and and uh, we fell in love. We got married and we moved to Toulouse. He's no longer with us. He got bacterial meningitis seven years ago. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. You can't talk to me without hearing yeah, something said. <laughs> we roll a joint. Hang on. But, uh, so, so. Uh, we love him. And he, he got me where I am. And so, shout out. Right. Yeah. And, 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 and y'all had uh, uh, Bang Records yeah, together. We, oh, he had, it was his label with his partner, Serge Fabre, who's mm-hmm. still in Toulouse. Okay. Still running. The label still doing fine. He does a good job. Okay. Yeah, I mean we're a tiny label. He's got a little bit of a temperature though today, though. Right? Serge Fabre. Yeah. He's got some sniffles right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like me. Yeah, like you. Like me. More cocaine, yeah. please. I'm joking. I'm joking. I don't do drugs. Drugs do me. Okay. Okay. But, uh, so they've so done you, a fine job on you too. Let's put it that way. Are you happy? No, I'm never happy. Well, then I'm Manny good. Chevrolet. I'm the troubled man for troubled times. I'm never happy. That's good, then. Yeah. I think that I'm helping you not be happy. Good. All right, so everybody's <laughs> playing their part, man. <laughs> right. You're the best I can. Yes, you're doing great. So uh, so you have a, you're working on a new record? Uh, I am. Uh, it's called Dis-moi pourquoi. Tell me why. Okay. And it's the title track, and that's the one with the Frau Blucher. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, Very let's cool. pull it out. It's kind of a Sergio Leone kind of song. There's only nice. a couple of lines. It's in English. It would, it's in French it's because I am French now, even though I'm American too. It's a, tell me why, why do you have to go? There's no war. My arms are warm. Tell me why, why do you have to go? Like, say like, you know, my brasson show, but my friends are like, le croissant show? You say the croissant show, <laughs> hot croissant. I'm like no, my bra, my croissant show. My arms are warm, and they're like that isn't. That's not really French. <laughs> but then my friend Brooke, she's like, my croissant show, hot fish. I'm like. Yeah, what? <laughs> so, okay, I like, but I'm going thing. with Boisson show, a hot drink. Ah, yeah. okay. Because you do, that's how you do. Now, for. where is Toulouse from? Fr- uh, from Paris? It's, it's it's like, it's five hours by train south. Okay, so it's kind of like you know Chicago, Memphis, you know, or Memphis, okay. New Orleans. You know, oh. it's above. We're oh. we are Toulouse is down in the middle. Lower part, about an hour and a half from Spain. Okay, so you you're can way see down the Pyrenees. There. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. and then the Med- Mediterranean's an hour and a half that way. Now, what's the character of Toulouse, like as far as the town? It's an old the college town from 1200 was okay. the first college, so that yeah. even though they had the religious wars were based there because the Anglican, it was the that wait the monks the um the catholics and the anglicans were the dominican monks ran okay. the religious wars out of toulouse yeah, dominicans man they're the worst uh, you know <laughs> well before that it was the katars and yeah. simon de montfort who i swear is like an ancient enemy of mine from another life hmm. but this is like in 12 or 1300 it was 
a lot of religious problems. You do down hold there. the garage, don't you? Well, yeah. I just this guy Simon de Montfort. I, I encourage guy. you to read about okay, him. He's an asshole. All right. But yeah. Anyway, it's in France to get to England or Portugal because in France you got to learn the language in order to get get any kind of you know help uh, help yeah yeah you gotta fall in line learn the language I think but we already have the Algerians and the Moroccans are they are French because yeah, they yeah, yeah. because of the colonization so it's right. really like their cousins are just coming right. I mean it's family now family. Right. do you right. take right. do yeah. you take nine week vacations like all the pr- uh, French do uh, every day is a holiday for me I'm on a permanent vacation oh, okay. I, do, I do work three times a year I tutor English to the um, ger- the the engineering students. Uh, they, it's a because engineering is a is is it's bigger than France. It's universal, so you you need to learn English. Oh. And that they don't like us there, though. The people that work there, the the French people. Yeah, it's where the Americans come in, or whoever. I knew a guy who went to Paris to teach. And he said all his students would say the same thing. They had this phrase where, it's, where basically it means, that's not fair. In the pas juste. Yeah, he would say, all the students would come up to him and say, that's not fair. That's not fair when he do assignments and stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's not fair. That's not fair. Is that a thing in, in France? In the pas juste. It's in the pas juste. Okay. Oh, that's what they do. Oh, in the pas juste. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's lovely there. The food's great. The wine is cheap and good. Oh yeah, that's the main. And you, yeah, it's cheaper there. So if you want to learn French, you know, it's good for your brain. Okay. And, and and yeah, we have so many French words in English too. Right. You like know. fries. Like fry feet. Oh, parking. Parking. Yeah, I don't know. I. I don't pronounce words very well um, because I, I I'm alone with my dog and he doesn't correct me. Yeah. Pepe Lopez <laughs> and I miss my dog Pepe Marcel Javier Lopez. He's American. He's from he's actually from Memphis and moved over there with me. The dog, my dog Pepe. Right. He's staying with Harlan T. Bobo right now in Perpignan. Do you know Harlan T. Bobo? Well, I know of Harlan T. He Bobo. He should be on your show. He's 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 doing good. He's he, still alive. Yes. Okay, good. Well, that's good to know. He's in remission. Let's hope your dog is right now. Yeah. Well, Misty, we could uh, we we could go on and on and on. We we would never run. Out of, you know, I can tell you and Manny have good chemistry. We would never run out of something. He to, is looking to talk at me. About. Well, I mean, uh, conversational chemistry. Yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, I'm just puzzled. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who's low? Well, that, that feels like a, a podcast. On sure, that. why not? Well, Misty, we'll look for your new record out on Bang Records. Bang Records, and, uh, yeah, we'll, Fair. Bang Fair. If there's a Bang Spain, this is Bang France. Okay. Oh. You know how they, you know how they yeah, like gotta, to gotta get. Straight. Well, I like to bang. Bang. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, bang. Who doesn't bang like to bang? Uh, everybody, everybody. Everyone likes to bang. Bang. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thank Misty, you so much. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. You were just as entertaining as uh, as I knew you would be. <laughs> and uh, next time you're back through town, we'll have you. We'll have you back again. We'll get into Harlan T. Bobo and all the rest of it. And can Christy come alive. with me next? Sure, Christy. 
absolutely shut the fuck up. <laughs> Christy's absolutely welcome to come. Yes, she will be with me. We'd love to see Christy. Yes. All right. right. Well, and bring uh, your dog because this is a pets. dog bar. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, they, yeah. They got other uh, dogs here. Yeah. He'd be have company. He's kind of an asshole like me. All right. Well. <laughs> well, he'd be. No, really. He'll feel right at <laughs> right at home on the Troubled Men podcast. The rest of us. Uh, so, uh, Misty is always in, in the. Troubled Nation, we like to say, uh, trouble never ends. But the struggle continues. The time is here for the wildly Mankind's final demands to belch forth forever in a flash of fiery fury. It's time to take control these cosmic screams of death. Ride this wave of torn dementia to the final destination. To tell you to go no further Look behind you, look over your shoulder Come to get you, feed on your hunger Go no further, look over your shoulder And then you scare it, that's the way it ought to be When you lose touch with your reality Shoulder